Welcome to the Adventure Church Podcast. We're excited you're here, and we hope today's message encourages you, builds your faith, and brings you hope for the future. May God bless you as you listen in to today's message. Today, we are here to honor and recognize the Burnett County Law Enforcement Officers, deputies, and their families. We who call Burnett County home are privileged to a total of 21 officers, 14 deputies, and three canine officers from five different police departments. These officers have taken an oath to maintain order, prevent and detect crime, and enforce the law of this county. Their commitment to keeping our communities, neighborhoods, and families safe does not go unnoticed. We see you. We support you. We're so thankful for you. Our prayer is that God would go before you each day as you battle for justice and that he would anoint you as his agents to disrupt the plans of those who do evil. We ask God to pour out his peace, wisdom, and protection over you, the brave and courageous police officers of Burnett County, as you protect and serve us. Well, I'm excited about today. I've been looking forward to this day because I truly want the officers to know that we truly do honor you, respect you, love you, and appreciate the sacrifice that you do for each and every one of us. It's because of you, you keep us safe. It's because of you, you keep the world in order. And thank you for all that you do and for the family members who allow your spouses to be able to do what they do and put themselves in the line of duty. We want to say thank you this morning and God bless you. I want to lead into, before we go and honor our officers this morning, and we have great gifts in store for our gifts, and they're going to get blessed today. Our board members know, and let me just tell you guys, and you officers, when you get these gifts, will you understand where they came from? When I mentioned this, how much you guys are loved, when I mentioned this about doing this service a month and a half ago and talking together and putting it together, people came forward and said, Pastor, I want to be, Brett, a part of blessing the officers. And so everything that you see and everything that we give today is because of your faithfulness, your generosity, that we can today bless them immensely because of you. And so I think we need to give it up. Amen. And so I want to say thank you. That just goes to show how much you folks are truly loved. And today, I, I want to, before we lead into bringing them up and asking them the questions, I want to share with you our last message about thankfulness real quick, and I'm going to make it brief. In Psalms 100, verses 1 through 4, it's the psalmist is speaking about entering into the presence of God. And in the presence of the Lord, the Bible says there's fullness of joy. In other words, the reason why you can have joy is knowing that when you come in God's presence, God has everything under control. And when God has everything under control, that means you can walk in joy unspeakable and full of glory because God says the battle is not yours, but it's mine. And I will handle your situations. I will handle your problems. I will handle your pressures. So you just have a good, good day. I'll take care of the rest. And that's why we can rejoice today knowing that the Bible said where two or three are gathered, there he is in the midst of us. Where two or three agree in thy name, it shall be done. There's power in agreement. There's power when people come together that God comes to meet us right where we're at. But in Psalms 100 verses 1 through 4, it says these words, shout for joy to the Lord all the earth. In other words, shout for joy. I don't know about you, but our God is a joyful God. 
even in the midst of all the struggles that are going on around in our world right now, you know what God is never shaken from? God is never shaken from the seat of joy. God is joy. That is one of the characteristics of who God is. He is joy. And that same joy that raised Jesus from the dead now lives in you. You have the joy of the Lord. And the Bible says in Nehemiah 8.10, the joy of the Lord is my strength. And so today, even though that's going on around you, we can still have joy. You want to get someone mad at you when they're trying to be serious or attack you or come against you, laugh in their face one time. I'm going to tell you one thing. They're going to give you the right-hand side of fellowship or hospital or sudden death. Because why? It shows disrespect. You want to get the enemy mad and show the enemy that you mean business? You laugh in his face when the storms and the adversity come your way. You let them know that you may come against me, but I'm going to stand, come against you with the joy of the Lord, knowing that the battle is not mine, that the battle is the Lord, and therefore I have joy, because when God gets on my side, me and God make a majority, and if God is for me, who can be against me? And if God is in my battle, God never lost a battle, nor will he ever lose a battle. So I'm here to warn you, devil, everything from Genesis to Revelation tells me that we win. So hit the road, Jack, and don't you come back no more. Amen? And that's what it's all about. Out, right? So he says, the joy of the Lord. But look at what he says. Worship the Lord with gladness. Didn't we do that this morning? For some of you, it may have been different with the way we worship here. We have a more of a freestyle worship and maybe been different from you, but we exuberate ourselves. We want to show what's inward. We want to let it come out outward. So what's inside of us, we want to be showing outward. I don't know about you, but I love my wife to pieces. And the only way that I can show my love, I can tell my wife I love her, and it's in my heart, and my heart is so infatuated with my wife, and I love her. But you know what? One of the ways that I show my love I can just say it, but I can show it, and I can show it by doing good deeds. I can show her by, by doing things for her, cleaning the house, whatever it may be. That's a way of expressing my love, and one of the ways you express your worship or your devotion or your love to God is by worshiping in gladness, that God, I'm going to celebrate that what you're doing on the inside, because God is an inside God. He's an inside that does inside work and not an outside work. Man looks at the outward appearance, but God God looks at the heart. But then he goes on to say, come before him with joyful songs. That's what we did this morning. I don't know about you, but man, my hair stood up in the back of my head when we saw how great thou art. Isn't that great? How great thou art. And you know what? When we were putting this together, I thought to myself, man, God, how great you are. How many ever said, we're going down. We're never going to make it. We're doomed. Well, let me just remind you, you're here today. You did make it. Even when you felt like you were in the valleys of valleys, you came through and you made it. And because of that, it reminds you of the greatness of who God is. Then he goes on to say in verse 3, know that the Lord is God. And you never think about that? that God is the same God yesterday, today, and forever. When Moses went before Pharaoh, Moses said, God, who shall I say who I sent in me? Who, who sent me? Who should I tell Pharaoh who sent me? And what did the Lord say to Moses? I am who I am. 
In other words, I change not in circumstances, situations, and struggles of your life. I am who I am. And you need to know who your God is in this time of our lives right now. Your God never changes. You need to get this now. Your God never changes in circumstances, in pressures, in situations that you're going through in your life. God never changes. So that's why we need to anchor to him and hold on to him all the days of our lives and so we need to hang on but then he goes on to say this it is he who made us aren't you glad he made us fearfully and wonderfully the bible says in psalms 139 and we are his now you got to get this and we are his when i was a pastor in grand junction colorado we had a rancher that came to our church his name was ron jackson and ron jackson had all these cattle and what they would do in Colorado, they would take the cows up and load them up in their trailers and take them way up in the mountains. And they would just roam the mountains. I'm not kidding you. They had cattle guards on each road so the cattle couldn't cross over the cattle guards because they know that their hoofs would get stuck in the cattle guard. And so they would take them all up on the mountainside. And they would mix them with other cattle. I mean, other farmers. And you go up in there and you think you see a lot of mule deer, but a lot of times you see all these cattle up there. And I would say, Ron, how do you separate your cows from the other farmer's cows? And he said, oh, that's simple. He said, I have my certain brand on every one of my cows. So when we do a cattle drive, and they actually do a cattle drive. You should see it's cool. They have looked like John Wayne, right? And they do this cattle drive, and they rattle, rattle, round up all the cattle. And once they round them all up, they separate them by a brand. And Ron Jackson has his very own brand. And every time he sees his brand, he pulls that cow out. Do you know what? That every one of you have been branded. You've been branded with the cross of Jesus Christ. And you know what the inscription says upon your heart? J-E-S-U-S. He's my everything. J-E-S-U-S. My everything. Jesus. You guys don't even know that song. Neither. Yeah, Andrew don't even know that. Man. But you are branded with God's seal. And he says that you are his, and he says that we are his people or his sheep of his pasture. What does he say? My sheep knoweth my voice. We call us sheep, and we follow the voice of the Lord. And then he goes on to say this. This is where I want to get to because we're going to celebrate here now. Enter his gates with thanksgiving. I don't know about you, but we did tabletop church last week. If you remember, we had all the tables set up. And I heard a lot of great reports about how many things you guys said. My, my emails blew up. My Facebook blew up. Man, it, just a lot of text blew up about how many things you guys said you were thankful for. I don't know about you, but then for Thanksgiving, we got around our table with my three grandkids and my daughter and son-in-law, and we started going around the table. And once you know it, before we got to my daughter, we were all crying. Because you know why? When you start to thankful, but be thankful for what you have in your life, it brings tears to your heart or to your eyes because we are grateful and God has been faithful even in this turbulent times, right? Then he goes on to say, and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. Today, we want to say thank you to God for his faithfulness, for all what he does for us and all what he continues to do. We want to celebrate, man, for what God has done in your lives. We want to celebrate for that. But today, we want to be thankful for all those here today that watch over us, protect us, and keep us safe. 
Today we are thankful for those men and women who put their self on the line for us. And today we want to say thank you for all what you do, how you sacrifice yourself for us, put yourself on the front lines to keep us safe. Today we have with us people from Siren, Webster, St. Croix Tribal Police, Sheriff Department, the jail. We have several of the people here today along with their kids, and we're going to bless them at the end of service. Today I'd like to introduce to you, if they would come at this time, I want to introduce to you the Sheriff, Tracy, if she would come. She's here. Let's welcome Tracy as she comes. Amen. I also like to introduce to you, come on up here, Tracy. You're going to be on camera. We have 3,500 or so watchers, so you got better wave to the camera. You're right over there, okay? All right. We also, is Stephanie here from Webster Department? Is Stephanie, did she make it? I don't know if she, was, she made it or not. Did she make it? Oh, Officer Barker? Come on, Officer Barker. Come on up here, buddy. Come on. Amen. And we have our very own Cliff. Come on, Cliff, from our St. Croix Tribal Police Department. Amen. I'm going to call both of these guys. I coach with both of these guys. I'm going to call Trevor and Travis. One is for the county and one is for the village. So Trevor and Travis, if you'd come on up here today, let's welcome them. And we're going to ask these guys some questions. And then in a moment, we're going to have all you folks come. And we're going to honor you in a moment. But as you come, come on the other side over here. Come so they can fill into the camera. You two, come on, Trevor and Travis. Come on. What's up, my man? I feel real protected now, man. Check it out. I'm standing close to you, my man. I coach with these guys. You know, it's kind of cool. Uh, but anyways, I want to say, first of all, thank you for all what you guys do. I appreciate you. I told you, man, that man, this guy, this guy, I, I called him the teddy bear, man. He's just got the biggest heart. I'll tell you, we traveled on the bus together. Man, drove through the night with the students. And, man, then he had to go to work. But he did it for his son. He did it for the school. And I want to tell you guys, awesome. Way to go. And this guy can hit a softball. Amen. I, I didn't like him. I, we told him. I kept telling Mark to walk him, but he kept pitching him. And thank you. Thank you for all what you do. I really mean that. God bless you. God bless you. And thank you for all you do. Amen. Cliff, thank you. Today I'd like to ask you first and foremost so the people know, what can we uh, do for you as a church? Anyone want to go and answer that? What can we do for you guys as a church? Don't be, don't be afraid. I guess the only thing I can say is to pray for all of us. Um, pray for everybody's continued safety. Um, just so everybody makes it home to our families. I also ask for prayers for all of our family members, um, our correction staff and dispatchers who don't ever get enough credit. And they have a very difficult job and they do an amazing job for us. And also just pray for continued community support. I am so impressed with the community support we've received, especially over the last six months to a year, and I'm very, very thankful for that. So thank all of you for everything that you do for us. Yeah, thanks to the dispatchers. They, they like to tell us where to go. So, <laughs> But I guess, uh, like Trevor said, uh, continue praying for us and our families. Uh, one of the difficult things we're having today is uh, getting new officers. Um, as the 
war on law, law enforcement continues, uh, the numbers are shrinking as far as those that want to uh, come into law enforcement. And uh, so keep that in your prayer that the Lord would send uh, those that are willing to, to sacrifice, I guess. And, and uh, it's a great career. Um, a little scary sometimes, but it's worth it. Currently, we have a coworker who is uh, hospitalized, fighting uh, many health issues. So I ask for a special prayers for her. What's her name? Holly. Let's pray for Holly right now. Father, we lift up Holly. We thank you, Father, for her. We ask God that you touch her right where she's at. We know that you're the great physician and the healer and restorer of her body and that by your stripes she is healed. We believe that. We expect that over her, Father, for all her complications and situations that she's going through in life. Bless her and keep her now, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I want to ask you another question. Trevor, you, got, you guys you got anything you want to add to that? What, what can we, they covered it all. He's a man of many words. Let, 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 me, let me guys ask you another question. How can we, as a church, get involved in the community, and what are some areas that we can do to help you in our community? So I'm going to let you go first. What, what was the question again? <laughs> hey, try to get away from that. The, the, how we as a church can help you in the community. What? Well, I would say overall, um, I mean, just going back to the first question, just obviously with your church having prayers for us, um, if there's any, uh, I know a lot of the uh, Facebook sites or community resources out there, there's always volunteer work. Um, there's always, uh, I mean, anything from being a counselor or just talking to someone or, uh, I mean, even trash pickup if yeah. you're into that maybe. But Do you need that? What's that? Do you, you need that? I, I'm not sure. I don't know exactly yeah. what programs are out there, but there's... We'll always take volunteers' help for uh, different resources and outlooks that are around the community. So that would be my answer. Well, we as a church, we love to do that. And uh, I'll tell you, my previous church, Discover Church in Minneapolis, we took a mile-and-a-half area. And you ever see those signs picked up, cleaned up by Discover Church, yeah. sponsored by? We as a church here would love to be able to do something like that. I remember taking my whole entire staff out and picking up cigarette butts all along the way. And, man, I mean trash and things that you wouldn't even imagine that you probably see, needles and stuff alongside the road. We picked it all up. And if there is that need, I'll be the first to enlist because that keeps me humble. And I, I will tell you, if we as a church can help out in any way, please let us know. And, uh, man, we would love to help. I think another thing is to uh, keep the needy children in mind, not only throughout the Christmas season, but throughout the year. We have a lot of kids in Burnett County that don't have the necessities that most other children have, including clean clothes, food, just normal everyday gifts or things that other children have. So please keep them in mind throughout the entire year, not just at the Christmas season. And also to keep the people in mind that struggle with addictions, whether it be drugs or alcohol, um, try and be a support system for them as well. I would like to say thank you to our missions department, Lisa and the missions department, Chaz and Jan and the rest. They, our mission department gave $500 towards the Toys for Tots things that Robin Spentek did. And I mean, thank you missions department for doing that. Thank you. And uh, 
I will say this to you, okay? We as a church, we love to give. We are here for the community. Sometimes we get a bad rap that we kind of seem like the bad kid on the block, but we really aren't. We really want to be an asset to the community. We want to support the community, uh, all the different communities around us, whether it's Luck, whether it's Frederick, whether it's Webster, Grantsburg, Siren, wherever. We want to be a part of what we can do to help. So I will say this. If you know some needs, uh, feel free to contact me or Lisa, Lisa Seaman, if everybody knows Lisa, we, we will do our best to help out any needy kids. And also Robin, I know that she's got a heart for that. This is, I call her Mother Teresa. Wave your hand, Mother Teresa. This is Mother <laughs> Teresa. You guys, you should have seen what you didn't see yesterday. Uh, just to, so, to let you know, this is how much we are engraved in what you're saying. Yesterday, we had tables all around the old sanctuary Christmas trees, it was set up like a Christmas wonderland. And I mean to tell you, Robin, it was amazing. The people, the people that you folks blessed, I'm not kidding you, doll houses, big major $200 doll houses. I mean, American Girl dolls, Barbie dolls, you name it. They walked around the table and they picked out without any question it was given to them. And then once they received them, they also wrapped them. So thank you, Robin. And, and I know that she will jump on board. So if there's any needs, you please let us know, and we will jump on. Uh, anything you guys got there? <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I was going to say is just watch out for all your neighbors and everything else. If you see something, don't be afraid to say something. If you see something that's out of place... Uh, you know, suspicious activity, give us a call. You know, a lot of times people think it don't amount to anything, but a lot of times it does. So watch out for your neighbors because at this time there's a lot of thefts and burglaries. Just if you see something, say something. And I guess um, my only thing on this is uh, if you need us, let us know. We're always here, um, whether it's questions, you need somebody to talk to, we're here for anybody and everybody, and we're not afraid to talk to you. Amen. Hey, that, that, that's a good point. Let me, let me just say this to you. Isn't that a good point? We're not afraid to talk to you. How many are afraid to talk to them? Especially when they pull up alongside you, right? <laughs> Amen. When they pull up alongside you, you clean your nose, you make sure your thing's straight, got your, right? You look straight ahead. You don't accelerate when you stop, right? You just go for Hey, so we, we got your eyes on you too, amen, right? Hey, uh, Cliff, you had something you want to say? Uh, I, just to add to uh, what the sheriff said is we, we do have a lot of uh, drug addiction. Um, and I think probably one of the biggest problems we have is the meth. And we need some kind of program. It's not one of these programs where you can just, oh, okay, 30 days, you'll be okay. It's a long-term uh, commitment to get off of that. Um, so uh, pray for, for our community that uh, we can come up with something that's going to help these folks. Uh, and, of course, the way our country is in turmoil right now, it's just that much easier for them to... Uh, get addicted, and uh, we really have a big problem with that right now, with the meth, uh, the uh, fentanyl, the heroin is back, and so pray that uh, our community can come up with something to 
to help battle this. It's hard for us to, to do it on our own. We need you as the, the citizens that we serve. Amen. Pastor Carolyn, are you in the house? Will you stand? This is Pastor Carolyn, for all you that are standing, all you officers. This is Pastor Carolyn. She runs our Celebrate Recovery Program, and that is for people going through addictions. It's not just a one-time fix. It's every Tuesday, every Tuesday, every Tuesday, and she deals with people with addictions, habits, hang-ups, hurts, pains, and she is the leader of that, and all her other leaders are here. But if you are in need of that and you guys want to send somebody our way, it's free. It doesn't cost anything. It goes for about an hour and a half. Is that correct? Two hours. Two hours. And it's even free food. So, and so, uh, but she's ahead of that, and that runs every Tuesday, and it's free. And, uh, man, it's great curriculum. We've had a great success. We have successful people here in the crowd that have gone through that. And if you guys need any help from that, if you can advise them to call the church. You can send them our way. It starts at 6 o'clock. 6 o'clock. So praise the Lord. Anyone else got to want to add to that? Let me ask you guys this. What is, and this is probably an easy question, but what is one of your greatest fears when you're out there on the patrol what is some of your greatest fears so that we can be praying for you it's hot <laughs> i guess one of the biggest fears is not going home to our families um you just don't know One of my biggest fears is some of my people not being able to go home to their families. That is truly my biggest fear. That is what keeps me up at night is worrying about my folks not only on the road, but also working up in the jail and dispatching. I guess piggybacking on both those things, obviously overall, we're all worried about not coming home or going to a call. That means we don't see a coworker the next day that obviously we saw the night before. Um, I think that's some of the calls that we go to that sometimes can get out of hand, sometimes get crazy, and it's always in the back of your head. So I think that'd be overall biggest concern. Everything they said is about the same. Same for me. Um, just being able to go home to the loved ones. It's the same for me. Um, the other thing would be maybe this calls that are, you know, serious calls with kids also are another one that's, you know, hard to deal with sometimes. We have a relative in our family that Cheryl mentioned as, how do you say it, PT, PTSD. And because part of having PTSD is because, like you guys were saying, he lost some coworkers in, in the line of fire. And uh, it wrecked him. I mean, it really wrecked him. We were with him for Thanksgiving, and he's still going through the battle, still going through the battle. We have another one that's in our relative that 12 years ago had to uh, take someone's life in the line of fire and has not been the same since that. And so I would say to all of you today, may God bless you. May God bless you. Friend from the jail, will you come up here? Come on up here. I want to ask you a question because he works in the jail. And so come on up here and introduce yourself to, with us, if you would, please. And then we're going to ask you a couple questions. Introduce yourself. I'm Jonathan Mosier. 
I work up in the jail. I've been with Sheriff's Department for almost, it's been 26 years. It's been a long time. So hopefully for not too much longer, but anyway, it's been a blessing. <laughs> anyway, what would you like to ask? Jonathan, I'd like to ask you, what is, what is the biggest thing that you're finding people being locked up for that we can pray against or for uh, people that are being maybe locked up? Drugs are always a part of it. I don't think there's one person up in jail that hasn't had meth. They're all users. It doesn't mean they're addicted, but they're all users. It's all part of it. And even though they may not be in jail for specifically that, that's often the reason why they're in jail. They did something because of the drugs that got them in jail. Wow. And, that's and if, if, if you guys know that Burnett County in this area is probably the number one hot box for meth in the state of Wisconsin. I remember that video and that movie that came out from one of the guys from our church, and he made claim that this is one of the hottest areas for meth, and we have to understand and recognize that. Amen. Uh, what are some needs that we can maybe help in the jail? Is there anything that we can do? I know we go jail ministry now. Is there anything we can do? Currently, because of the COVID situation, I mean, a lot of the programming has been put on hold. And that makes it hard for the inmates because they're stuck where they're at. They don't have a service they can go to. Um, they're very limited. In fact, some of them can't even go to court. They do it over the, the, over the uh, Zoom. Uh, so loneliness, uh, being stuck in the same situation, I mean, these are the things that makes it difficult for them and for us. Of course, we're trying to protect them all, everyone, from getting this virus also because then it can spread there. In any case, uh, one of the needs... Well, I should say it's going to be a future need. Once it finally opens up, we certainly, um, the jail programming, um, and we certainly appreciate people from, from people of faith to come and minister that way. Man, Pastor Andrew, I'm going to ask two questions. Maybe you in the congregation, and then we're going to have all the officers come, and you're going to introduce the rest. But Pastor Andrew, maybe there's a couple of people out here that want to ask a question to these officers. If you want to ask a question to the officer, will you just raise your hand right where you're at? Just want to ask a question to these. Yep, you're, you're the runner. Anyone want to raise, way in the back? I see right, right here in front, right here. And then way in the back. I guess my biggest fear is you guys won't be around because of all the flack in the big cities and stuff. So I'm just thankful that you're around. And uh, there's, there's four or five deputy sheriffs on my route, and I pray for them every day. Amen. Amen. And all the way to the back. Is there any other one? I, I don't know. There's, there's one over here. Okay, way, way in the back. I hope that's okay. We, we, uh, we love you guys. Okay. I don't really have a question. I just want to say thank you. Amen. Thank you. There's a question over here. I know there's a question right over there. So we're going to run and get her. She's one of your very own. Um, I don't have a question, but I just want to say I know all of these guys up there personally. I know Noah from Webster School. Trevor and Travis worked with my kids on sports. And I just want to say thank you for everything that you guys do. You guys are people first and foremost before you are a cop and you are a part of the community and that's important. And everybody needs to remember they have kids. They go to our schools. They're in there. And we need to remember that they are people too. Amen. Amen. Does anyone have a question right over here, right next to you? Do you have any way that we can do Zoom so that we could do ministering in the jail that way? They have, it's a, it's a new 
system that do, did have put in where they can communicate with people with a little screen. Um, I suppose something could be set up, but it's got to be an agreement between the two. I'm not, to be honest with you, I'm not real familiar with that technical aspect of it. If you know someone that's in there and they're willing to, to talk with you through that, you certainly can. Does that make sense? person that's in there, they have to, uh, again, it's a newer, newer system they're not that familiar with. But they can communicate with family and so on through this, and they can see each other, okay? Uh, but it's an agreement they have to, uh, I don't know, they've got to sign up for it, etc. Um, I'm not real technically savvy, so I'm not real familiar with the aspect Amen, of it. But brother. Anyway. The same way. If, uh, so, so I would say, yes, there is an opportunity there, but both it would, it would be more with somebody that you know. And then they're, you know, you, they're able to get you hooked up. I hope that helps a little bit. All right. We got one back there, Andrew. Is that it? All right. Now I'm going to ask all the other officers to come. And then after the officers come, will you all the rest of you officers come at this time? All the other officers, all the, that are here. Come on. Come on. All the rest of them that are here. Come on. If you're here, come on up here. Come on. Come on in the light so we can get you over here, guys. Come on. I want you to introduce yourself, and then we're going to have the families come. So will you, will you guys come and introduce yourself, will you? Hello, I'm Patrick Carlson. Patrick Carlson, and where do you, where do you patrol? I work for Burnett County Sheriff's Office, so I cover the entire county. The entire county. God bless you. Boy, he is equipped. He looks like G.I. Joe, don't he? <laughs> hey, man, I'll tell you, I was looking like G.I. Joe. All right, come on over here. Introduce yourself. I'm Officer Brown. Uh, I work with St. Clair Tribal, so my responsibility is to patrol all of our communities within Burnett, Polk, and Barron County. I'm Chad Brugman. Uh, I'm with the Burnett County Sheriff's Department, so I patrol the whole county, get a chance to see everybody. What if you don't want to be on the TV? <laughs> My name is Karen Krupa. I work for Burnett County Sheriff's Department, so I patrol the whole county. My name is Leanna Wirtz. I work for Burnett County Dispatch Jail. Um, yeah. My name is Amy Tex, and I work for Burnett County Sheriff's Office. I worked 18 years in the jail and now currently communications coordinator. All right. At this time, when I get over here, come on, girl. You're not, you're, you're not getting out of this. Smile for the camera. It's right there. See, she's got you right there. Hi, I'm Alicia Cedarberg. I am the public safety technology specialist. Basically, if the guys have an issue with anything from squads to radios to applications on their computers, they come to me. If I can't figure it out, I go to RIT because they're amazing. I'm going to ask if you have family members that are here, Will your kids come? If you have uh, kids that are here with you, will you come at this time? All the kids that are here, uh, we have gifts for your kids as well as those up here. So all you kids, will you come at this time? We, we want to, and then stand by your parents. Can you come stand by your man? Matter of fact, this is husband and wife right here. Amen. And they're both on the fiery line. So we want to we welcome them today. Amen. 
Amen. What's up, my man? Today we're going to honor them. Will you stand now as they come with the family? And we're going to pray over them this morning. And then we're going to bless them. And Pastor Andy, if you want to come and get ready to play, we have things we got to give to all of you. And so my wife's going to give to all the kids, and I'm going to give to all the adults. And then we made homemade bread for all of you, so you got that and so on. But can you extend a hand towards these officers this morning? Can we do that? Father, we thank you. Father, we thank you for each and every one of them that they put their lives on the line for us. We thank you, Father, for them, and we appreciate them. We honor them, and I pray that, God, they sense and feel our support, our love, and our acceptance of them. No matter what's going on in our society right now, we stand hand-in-hand hand with them to support them, to honor them, and to love them. We pray a hedge of protection about them and their families, God, their co-workers, Lord, that, God, you'd watch over them, protect them, and keep them safe, God. We know that you are in control, that you are our refuge, our rock, and our fortress, and who we put our trust in. And I pray that today, Lord, that you will bless the different counties, the Burnett County, the, the Siren, the Webster, the Grantsburg, the, the Fredericks, the, the uh, Spooner, the Tribal, all these different areas, the Sheriff's Department, the Jail, all these different areas that are being mentioned. I even may have forgotten some. But God, I pray in Jesus' name that you will show your faithfulness. Lord, what the enemy has intended for bad, defund the police and all what's going on, we come against that in Jesus' name. We come against that. We say enough is enough, God, right now. May America be America again, the land of the free, because of people like these that help and protect us and keep us safe. Bless them, Lord. We ask, God, your Holy Spirit to be upon them and keep them safe. In Jesus' name, amen. Now let's show them once again as we close today. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. God bless you. God bless you. Hey, let's go out with prayer. Father, thank you for today. We thank you, Father, that you are a faithful God, a good God, an awesome God. Go with us throughout the day. We thank you for these men and women who protect us and keep us safe. Be with them. Go with us, Lord, for this is the day that you have made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. God bless you this morning. God bless you. Thank you for listening to this week's message from Adventure Church. If this ministry has blessed you in any way, please consider supporting us. You can make an easy and safe donation on our website, www.adventurechurchsiren.com give. Thank you for your generous donation.